Welcome, and thank you for listening to Not Digest. Who anti-unhoused legislation harms? Every time this kind of legislation passes, people like me and my partner face even more unnecessary cruelty than we already do. By Halcyon Selfmade. My partner and I are tent dwellers in Hollyweird, California. My name is Hal, and I'm just a mess of a man. I'm disabled from birth by a genetic condition, autistic, asthmatic, pack-a-day smoker, wheelchair user, transgender, and have CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I am also a full-time activist, advocate, artist, field medic, and amateur piano player who loves to sing. My partner is Jeremy, a.k.a. Jay. He's got a 20-year-old untreated traumatic brain injury, suffers from migraines and memory loss, acid reflux, asthma, heel spurs, and also smokes a pack a day. He's my caregiver as I'm a fall risk. He plays the guitar and sings like an old pro, but says he's nothing special. We're people just like you, and we are the people who sweeps an anti-unhoused legislation harm. We've been unhoused in Los Angeles County for over two years now. We have been criminalized, brutalized, victimized, and dehumanized by cops, politicians, and housed neighbors. We've been denied help based on age, gender, and sexuality, and disability. We've been attacked by people under the influence of drugs, by security guards, and by cops. We've endured forced exposure to harmful substances while in shelters. Secondhand meth smoke in the bunk areas is very common. While simultaneously being denied access to the medical cannabis we were prescribed. Our car was illegally towed, with many of our belongings in it, with no tickets or contact. We've been denied reasonable accommodations as per the ADA by LAPD, LA SAN, Path Bridge Shelters, and NIMBYs. I don't even want to think about what it would mean to have our own place again. Not in a bad way, just in the, I don't want to get my hopes up again just to be dashed on the rocks of bureaucracy way. I've had this particular carrot dangled before me several times, only to be let down and trampled under the crushing weight of yet more need to prove my worthiness of a home of my own. It's already traumatic to be unhoused. To make me prove my worthiness of a home is re-traumatizing and dehumanizing. Enough about us. Let's get to the heart of the matter. The definition of public is paid for by taxpayers. Unhoused people still pay taxes with every cent they spend in general relief funds, disability benefits, and cash donations we receive. That makes public spaces ours, too. You seem to have forgotten this truth. Proposals like 4118, the recent attempt at a sit-lie ban, for example, are based on the idea that unhoused people deserve criminalization if we refuse services. But this is based on a completely inaccurate understanding of what services are actually available to us. There are less than 10,000 shelter beds for 60,000-plus unhoused people in L.A. County. Our city is criminalizing a fallacy. We offered you a thing that doesn't exist, so we're going to arrest you for refusing it. Make it make sense. The entire system for helping the unhoused isn't designed to help us anyway. It's designed to frustrate us into going anywhere else. You cycle through endless shelters, each with their own impossible stacks of paperwork, HIPAA violations requiring us to prove our disabilities, absolute failure at ADA compliance, attempts to separate families, and a never-ending turnover rate for case managers, which means that if you do find someone helpful to oversee your case, they likely won't be there long enough to actually help you anyway. I've had encounters with case supervisors that were so frustrating and demoralizing, they've led me to breakdowns and suicidal ideation. 
And this cycle is unchanging as the day is long, and it doesn't work. So when council members talk about how if we refuse services, we deserve to be arrested, these are the services they're talking about. Another way they try to criminalize us is by saying that our existence poses an ADA risk. But this kind of legislation hurts disabled people, people like me, the most. I'm a full-time wheelchair user, and as such, I personally don't want to deal with the problems that come with having an unhygienic camp. So I keep my camp clean. Also, my camp always had plenty of room for a wheelchair because I use a manual wheelchair every single day. So the unspoken part of this justification is that our council members don't think of unhoused disabled people like me as people. This ordinance definitely tramples upon unhoused ADA rights while appearing to protect the housed ADA rights. Again, please make it make sense. To see city council move with such agency and urgency as they attempted to do with 4118, to criminalize, brutalize, traumatize, and dehumanize those of us who are unhoused, we who they consider to be beneath them, shows just how sadistic and cruel the predator class is. Never has such urgency been exercised by our council in pursuit of anything that would actually help those of us who are suffering the consequences of a housing crisis we had no hand in making. This predation on the most vulnerable among us, myself included, has to end. My partner and I have been living inside hotels, ish, hotels of some sort, paid for by either grassroots orgs, Project Room Key, or other agencies, since August 26th of 2020. As of this writing, we have approximately two weeks to secure a lease on a place, or we'll end up back outside on the street due to lack of agency funding. If we go back outside, it's back to a tent on the sidewalk in Hollywood. It's a 7 feet wide by 16 feet long, slightly larger than your average jail cell, 8-man tent. Inside will be everything we own. I have a beat-up old mattress to sleep on, and Jay has two trifold sleeping mats. Aside from that, we got creative for toilet facilities, since most public restrooms are closed due to COVID, and bought a potty chair with trash bags for liners, which then go into a bucket. Sound familiar, Buschiano? We have a couple of suitcases of clothes, hygiene supplies, a cooler, a cart, a dolly, whatever food we may have, my wheelchair, and our sleeping bags. Every time this kind of legislation passes, people like me and my partner face even more unnecessary cruelty than we already do. We're forced to move well outside reasonable range for someone like me, from our shower facilities, the YMCA, from our healthcare epicenter, the LA LGBT Center, Mail, the center in Hollywood, and countless other resources in Hollyweird that we depend on because it would become a criminal act to exist as an unhoused individual within its special enforcement zone. All because the rich don't want to be confronted with the consequences of their greed and because they're confused about the definition of public. And it's systemic, from the NIMBYs to the lawmakers. Every cop, every sanitation worker, every council member, every low-level politician who sits silently by, and every NIMBY who thinks of we the unhoused as beneath them contributes to the circumstances of people like me, people who are just trying to exist. Thank you for listening to the Knock Digest. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at knock.la, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash knock underscore la.